Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Francesco Pavone and I'm your host. And this is the Lean Muscle Warriors podcast. So it's uh, one of the best fitness and nutrition podcasts out there. And uh, definitely one of the most uh, evidence-based. What does evidence-based mean? Well, evidence-based... Um, it's uh, a, a mix of uh, the scientific principle and uh, we're talking about uh, the most updated uh, scientific uh, uh, evidence. So, of course, uh, evidence is like in science. Uh, it's not like this fixed thing. It, uh, it evolves and uh, new researches uh, are added every year. So it's important to be updated. And definitely this uh, podcast is based on the latest uh, uh, scientific uh, evidence but also is based on my experience as a coach uh, and uh, as an athlete uh, former professional athlete now more uh, a competitive uh, bodybuilder uh, more for fun and passion than uh, to get really you know uh, super uh, high level results uh, I'm, I'm done with the professional uh, uh, kind of uh, professional athlete uh, lifestyle and also with uh, um, based on my experience working with my clients. So my client's feedback is extremely valuable. And that's why today we start from uh, a question that, uh, um, you know, was asked uh, uh, to me from uh, a member of the Lean Muscle Warriors uh, community on Facebook. But before we get into that, I'd like to share some news with you. So we are currently live on YouTube. I mean, we are recording live, but yeah, the video will be shared as part of uh, uh, an episode on, uh, on YouTube. So if you want to see the behind the scenes, feel free to head over the show notes and there's the link to my YouTube channel. Also, if um, you follow me on Instagram where I'm pretty active every day, at uh, Pavone Fitness. Again, there is the link in the show notes, but basically I started to do reels. Um, and this is, uh, again, something uh, that uh, started just basically because someone asked uh, and uh, um, where I share macros uh, and uh, uh, calories breakdown for a particular uh, um, type uh, of, of person. So, um, you know, you need to share with me your height, your weight, your age, your roughly your level of activity. So like what's your job and your level of work out activity. So how many workouts you do and with which intensity. And I share with you like a visual breakdown of roughly what you should be eating in terms of calories, protein, carbohydrates and fat. So if you drop me your um, your details um, on, on Instagram, you can just send me a DM or comment uh, on the last reel and uh, just comment with your height, weight, age, level of activity and how many workouts uh, you do and with which intensity. If you don't feel comfortable sharing it in the comment, just send me a DM, right? And I'll make a reel for you. Um, yeah, I'll try to do as many as possible. I won't promise like any specific uh, numbers, but yeah, it could be like uh, a... A very good uh, starting point for many people that just want to get started and they don't know what to eat. Um, now, the second news, uh, well, actually, it's the third news. So the third news is that every Tuesday from now, uh, for sure, until uh, the next in the next three weeks, uh, so starting from today, I share on my Instagram profile uh, a workout program. So this is a three days a week workout program for a complete novice. So someone who haven't been to the gym for uh, at least two years or really never really trained uh, um, properly before and by properly mean I mean following like a program uh, that uh, has progression in it uh, 
and um, I'm gonna share the first workout today um, and the following workout uh, on uh, the next Tuesday. So um, you'll have uh, for the next three weeks the workout ABC and uh, I'll share as well like uh, tips and tricks for uh, better progress in this workout because of course uh, I don't expect all the people who are novice to use the same workout plan, right? We all have different goals, different height, different uh, um, circumstances. So you probably need to adjust this program to your own uh, you know, body shape uh, and uh, to your own uh, preferences. Maybe you don't have uh, all the equipment available, although this program doesn't have, uh, you know, particular machines, but use, uses uh, the right balance of uh, body weight, uh, machines, uh, free weights, uh, um, and uh, doesn't uh, elicit uh, in particular like upper or lower body. It's a total body workout plan uh, that you can do to just get started uh, on your fitness. All right, so let's uh, move into today's question. And uh, today's question is basically like uh, super interesting. I think like uh, it's, uh, uh, there is a lot that goes into it. Um, but basically this uh, warrior who contacted me, he was um, um, just not motivated. So, and the mo not motivation um, was related to the workout. So in particular to the workouts, uh, this person have tried different things. So. Uh, he started with CrossFit, uh, where uh, he could be consistent for uh, one year, and uh, and then he moved into you know a period of time after one year where uh, progression was a bit slower. Uh, uh, his uh, goal at the beginning was to lose weight, uh, and uh, CrossFit was working wonder. Um, I'm, I'm I'm glad uh, it was working for you, um, and. Uh, you know, that's uh, the beauty of CrossFit. We talked about it in the past uh, in, a, in an episode uh, where uh, I was uh, talking about the differences between CrossFit and bodybuilding, but CrossFit, uh, um, you know, is uh, great in uh, giving you the sense of this community, right? So you feel like you have your place uh, in the world, uh, you meet people, uh, you hang out with some of them after the workout. Uh, it's like you receive a message if you don't wake up to go to the workout. So it's uh, really powerful uh, from for, for creating the, the consistency that you need, uh, especially at the beginning. So really glad that it was working for you. But then after that, uh, you started to jump from one workout to the other and um, you started to see initially some results. So um, you moved from uh, CrossFit to a strength and conditioning a gym where uh, you could do different movements so you would practice a back squat deadlift uh, but also like uh, isolation exercises and it was more personalized uh, and less uh, intense than crossfit you were not working alone so it was not like a personal training setup it was a small group setup where you had more attentions and uh, you saw some results so you kept losing weight after that although you had some gain some weight uh, in the period period uh, between um, when you stop CrossFit uh, and when you actually subscribed uh, to the strength and conditioning uh, facility, uh, there was a period of six months where you gained part of the weight that you lost uh, back and now you want to lose it again. But the point is not that you want to lose it again. Uh, you're asking me, um, what's my advice? And uh, it sounds uh, like um, from uh, how you describe your situation, like you say that... Uh, this situation made you think uh, that you should probably work out uh, two hours a day for six days a week uh, and you don't have the time to do it because uh, you are a busy professional and uh, you just uh, don't seem to figure out uh, a valid strategy for you. And, um, um, you know, every, every time uh, that you subscribe to a new 
program or a new setup, you feel like you lost uh, the progress uh, that you made. Now, um, thanks, uh, thanks again for your uh, question. Now, the person who asked his question, uh, I would prefer to stay uh, anonym and uh, that's totally fine with me uh, because uh, your situation, and thank you so much for sharing this, uh, um, because you know, from your situation, we can le all learn, right? You can learn, other people who are listening can learn. So thank you so much for sharing. And I think there are different uh, challenges here. Now, the challenge, uh, uh, one of the main challenges that I see here is that uh, you're jumping from one workout to the other, but you're not carrying with you the lessons that you learn from that workout. So, um, you know, that, that's one of the myths uh, about uh, behavioral change is that uh, you always need uh, the right system, right? And what is a system? So a system is, uh, it can be like a productivity tool. It could be, you know, a new workout program. It could be a diet plan. It could be that you sign up to a group of people who are trying to do the same thing that you do. Um, for example, I was part uh, of uh, a group uh, of coaches uh, and we were in there just to learn how to set up our business, uh, right? And it was a great, uh, um, great place for me to be because uh, I could relate to other people, right? So in that academy, in that group, uh, I was able to get the tools that I needed to build a business. But here is, the, is the, where I miss most people, right? Or where m most people feel lost. You know, that's not enough. Right? Systems are helpful and what we do in our uh, coaching uh, um, in the Team Pavone with the, the tight t-shirt transformation is exactly creating systems. They're helpful, they create clear boundaries uh, and they just, uh, you know, allow you to implement habits that you struggle to implement. Awesome. But systems are not going to do the work for you. You always uh, have to, you know, you have, a, you have an effective method when you are uh, learning a new system, but then you still have to run it, right? So systems are great, uh, awesome to get started, uh, but just make sure that uh, you don't find yourself uh, always starting from scratch, right? There is probably like some valuable lesson that you learn from uh, your experience in CrossFit um, and uh, your experience at the strength and conditioning facilities. What are the underlying principles that were working well for you? What can you learn from that uh, time so that you don't like say, okay, I tried CrossFit, uh, uh, label it as uh, it didn't work on the long term. Um, so instead, uh, ask yourself when you started CrossFit, what were you looking for? Exactly what were you looking for? Which kind of feeling were you chasing? Was it uh, the feeling of, uh, you know, being consistent without effort? Was it the feeling of uh, always enjoying the workouts? Was it the feeling of uh, like losing weight without the feeling like you have to work hard for it? Or was it more like just feeling energetic, feeling more comfortable with your body? What was it? Um, and uh, that just start from there. Now, after that, uh, you know, what hasn't worked? What was the part of CrossFit that made you decide to stop actually? At one point, you stopped going to the CrossFit box. What was the, the, the difficulty there? What uh, made you decide to stop? So in this way, you are able to, and I, and I recommend that you do it, uh, even with your future new approach, your new system. Um, so I, I do this exercise, uh, like uh, it, it doesn't have to be written, right? It can even be in your mind. But when you find yourself like wanting a new system, wanting a new program, wanting a new, joining a new movement, uh, just ask yourself, uh, you know, this question 
in relation to your previous uh, approach. So in this way, you are able to carry with you the lesson learned in that uh, systems. Now, the second problem that I see with, the, with this kind of approach is uh, that you seem like, um, um, you know, um, and, and some people would tell you in this situation, like you just need to try harder. Like it seemed to me that you are uh, a little bit down, that you don't feel like you haven't found uh, your, uh, you know, your system, the system that works for you. And that's okay. I just wanted to tell you that is totally fine. Um, you don't need to try harder. You're not weak. And uh, the reality is that uh, you can still find that system. The, your, the, the approach that works for you, it's out there, right? Uh, believe me, you can find it. So, um, you know, the point, uh, and this is when I hate, uh, you know, bodybuilding and the no pain, no gain approach. Like this is uh, like so reductive for bodybuilding and uh, so not helpful. So there are a few problems with the, like uh, the hardcore approach, like that you need to try harder. Um, it ignores, uh, for example, like a real limitation. For example, you say you can't work out two hours a day. So work out, working out more than this, it's not an option, right? We are not going to expand the time that, uh, you know, th that you spend at a gym. So if your program has that problem, um, you know, and it doesn't fit in your schedule, you know, there is just uh, so little that you can do to try harder. Um, also, it overestimates uh, your uh, free will. Like it's uh, based on the idea that uh, suddenly you can uh, wash your brain and find the motivation uh, and, you know, that, that you had when you were 18, for example. Um, but we know that, uh, you know, our free will uh, doesn't work like that. Uh, we find our f motivation and our... Uh, a free will to do the things uh, uh, as we do the things, right? We have to get started uh, and we'll talk about it uh, uh, today. And uh, also it's based on the idea that, uh, you know, you prioritize effort uh, over strategy or uh, skills building. So effort is great. Uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, 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 you'll hear me in this uh, episode talking about, uh, hey, sometimes you just need to push yourself to get out of bed. Uh, it, it is like that. You can't stay in bed all day if you have commitments uh, at work. So you'll uh, have to get up. And, uh, um, you know, sure, great. But if you are doing the wrong things, you know, trying harder doesn't help. Right? So if you're not seeing results with your current strategy, l chances are that, okay, there might be a leaking in your system. Cool. But chances are that uh, you won't fix it by try harder. And uh, this is like, uh, for example, if you are forcing yourself to count calories, uh, you know, and uh, perhaps you miss a couple of days uh, and you find yourself like uh, consistently overeating on those days. Now, by, um, you know, you will not uh, get away from that situation or you will not start effectively losing weight or gaining weight. What is uh, your goal? Okay by just calculating everything that you eat to the ground, all right? It's not like that you try, have to try harder to, you know, get better at calorie counting. You might need to, you know, remind yourself about calorie counting, um, you know, when you find yourself snacking and you're standing. Cool, now you're uh, losing control over the calories that you're eating because you're not making an, a cons like a conscious effort uh, to eat and to eat uh, like a specific amount, like you don't not measuring, okay, I'm gonna have a, a mini bowls uh, of uh, salted peanuts. You're just like taking peanuts from the box 
Um, I don't want you to think that mindless eating is bad per se, but it's bad where it, when it gets you farther from your goals. All right. So you don't need to try harder. Um, and, um, you know, also when you try harder on something that is not necessarily, you know, super important to you, um, you might feel terrible when you don't succeed eventually. Like um, if you find yourself perhaps uh, Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. When I was uh, a professional swimmer, I was always focused on going to the Olympics because that's what that was, uh, you know, everyone everyone's dream. You know, if you go to the Olympics, you are like this god for swimming, you know. And uh, once I got eventually to the World Championship, which is like a similar level, I'm not gonna <laughs> be sitting here saying that the words are like the same level. Would be a lie. Uh, you know, Olympics are every four years uh, and they are much more uh, recognized uh, competition uh, compared to the world championship. So it was like uh, it, world championship is like Olympics uh, level B. Um, and uh, but you find in, if you look at the rosters of athletes, you'll find all the athletes that you'll find at the Olympics. Uh, and sometimes uh, the performance uh, performances are even better. So that's why I say it's uh, a good uh, level. Um, but once I found myself there, I understood that, that that was not important, right? But I had to be there in order to understand it. It's like Jim Carrey said uh, that everyone should be uh, rich just to understand uh, that money are not, uh, you know, the source of happiness or like uh, the source of happiness or that we don't need so much money to be happy. Um, this is the same thing, right? Uh, you uh, eventually find what you were, were looking for you might still be unhappy right that's why you don't need to you can't force yourself to try harder right it's not a sustainable um, strategy and it might work against you on the long term now the third point uh, the third problem that i see here is that you should always be motivated now i, I already mentioned it earlier but um, you know we have research actually to say say this confidently and you can find this uh, in the show notes uh, so there is a research from uh, uh, the Stanford University and from Dr. Fogg. Um, so he is working in the behavioral lab at the Stanford University and uh, he, um, you know, found out in this research that motivation is uh, extremely volatile and it just goes up and down, right? So some days you feel motivated and some days you don't. So le let's say this is a stupid example. Let's say that you train three days a week and on those three days, uh, your motivation is extremely low, but on the other days, uh, motivation is extremely high, right? So in that week, if you based uh, your decision on your motivation level, you might end up not working out, which doesn't do any good for your fitness and health. Um, so motivation shouldn't be the what determines uh, how you behave, right? So let's say that uh, my goal is, uh, for example, to write more. When I write more, my brain functions better, I'm more curious. Uh, you know, it's it just uh, one of those things uh, that initiate uh, a cascade of events uh, that are, uh, you know, good for me and good for, uh, you know, my life uh, um, and, you know, the, li the life of people uh, around me. But, you know, I'm not going to say, and it's not true, that even if I'm interested in reading, you know, that I always want to read and I always end up reading, right? It's just that I kind of push myself to start reading. I'm not going to push myself to read every day because that's uh, like a big goal, right? Reading every day, big goal. 
just start reading today, small goal. So I focus on that. I focus on start reading and uh, most often than not, uh, you know, I exceed my expectation, right? So maybe I have the goal to, um, you know, write uh, 5,000 words. Um, sometimes it's 10. It depends by what I'm working on. Maybe I'm working on a guide. Maybe I'm just working on, a, on an article. But some, my goal is to write uh, 5,000 words uh, every day. Now, some days I end up work, you know, writing the whole article in, in one go. And some days uh, I just write uh, you know, 2,000 words. Or some days I just start uh, and write uh, the headline. Right? But it's, uh, it seems like a stupid thing. But the following day when I get back to my article, perhaps I'm more motivated than the previous day. Um, so it's like I encounter less of a, a challenge to start, but I had put down the work before, so I not I'm not guilty that you know I have uh, um, I'm behind with my goals. I'm you know behind with my habit. I have to get back to it. I'm I'm not I don't have that because uh, I showed up the previous day and I can start from the headline. So it's I already know where I'm going with that article. So, um, you know, motivation, highly overrated, focus on action, highly underrated, all right? And you are going to uh, focus on your action. And uh, in this uh, regards, so, you know, to your situation, focus on action, uh, um, it's all uh, down to your goals. So, so I'm going to share a few steps at the end of this show. Um, make sure that you listen to the full episode. Now, the fourth uh, and last point that I see as a struggle is that uh, you should always work hard, right? This is another uh, thing. thing. Um, and I want to use uh, a little uh, metaphor to describe this. So imagine uh, what reading did for you and for your life. Let's say that you observe uh, your life uh, after it's finished. I don't know, you are in... Uh, um, uh, you're looking at your old uh, life uh, and the movie of your old life uh, and uh, you see the value of reading for your life. And if you are um, in a civilized country and, uh, you know, I have no judgment for you if you hate reading. I think like, uh, you know, reading is awesome and, uh, you know, will always have a place in my life. Now, I was reading when I was uh, a baby. I was reading in primary school. I was reading in secondary school. We were all reading. Like some po- at some point in our life, uh, we had to read uh, and to um, understand the concept, uh, whether it was uh, for work, uh, for school, uh, or uh, you know, for personal interest uh, or for fun. Um, you were just uh, reading. And uh, um, what uh, did, uh, you know, was reading always the same? Did you always read 1,000 words or like 10 pages a day? No. When you were uh, in uh, primary school, you were reading a certain amount. Secondary school, you probably were reading a bit more. College, uh, reading a lot. Uh, And then university, you were reading even more because you had to research, maybe do your own projects uh, and uh, so on. Now, when you were preparing for your final uh, most difficult assessment, Um, at university, if you were at uni, if you were at college, uh, or uh, any sort of courses uh, that you had to take difficult, you had to take uh, difficult courses, right? Were you reading like you read now? Or were you reading more? Were you reading, um, you know, 10 pages a day? Or were you reading like uh, 100 pages a day? Um, So when you were close to an assessment, you were working harder, right? And uh, the same, uh, I want you to think now about uh, um, 
what training does for you. Uh, same thing, think about your life, think about what training did for you. And if you think about the different moments, uh, so for sure, what training did for you when you were 15 was different to compare to what training did for you when you were 45, right? Perhaps you were interested in different things. Perhaps you have, you had different commitments. Perhaps, uh, you know, the goals that you had uh, were different and uh, um, it, it was okay. Now, um, if you think about it, we can't uh, expect uh, to work always uh, at the same task with the same intensity. Your goals uh, will change. Your goals, uh, the goals that you had when you were 18, uh, will be different from the goals that you will have when you're 40. Um, the, and the intensity, like since there will be different goals, uh, the actions required for, from you to get there will be different. Right. So I personally train way less uh, than when I was a professional swimmer, uh, working out uh, nearly 40 hours a week, uh, definitely more than 30 um, between workouts in the gym and in the pool. So I c I'm not working out as much now. And I might think that is a regression. Right. But it's not a regression because I'm still consistent and my current program match my goals. Right. So I want to share a little, uh, um, a, a few steps for you, because I think like uh, you are really struggling, but you also want to work out. You want to work hard. You have a, a good, uh, um, um, you know, working ethic in this, in this sense. Now, one thing is uh, find your goal. Uh, we have many episodes about it, um, but, um, um, you know, find your goal, find what's relevant to you, to you and uh, use the five uh, crazy questions. Ask yourself five time. Why do you want to achieve that goal? Go deep. Don't start. Don't stop at the, I want to feel better. I want to feel back better. Won't get you out of bed when things get difficult in a year time. Right. And you're, and you get bored about your current uh, training program. Um, now when uh, you find your motivation, you are able to identify your values. And, uh, I want you to remember that these, uh, actions you focus on. So your workouts are eating properly, recovering well, um, you know, they need to somehow uh, cross uh, your values. Uh, so it shouldn't be something that you are literally you don't care about. Okay. You need to, you need to focus on something that you, it's meaningful to you and uh, break it down into practices. What is, uh, and even it to a five minutes one. So I urge you as well to identify the five minutes action that get you a bit closer to your goal when you don't you can't work on your goals as much as you want. So say you can't go to the gym and your goal is to go to the gym four days a week and you end up doing three on the fourth day. What is one five minutes thing, whether if it's five minutes kettlebell swing or five minutes, uh, um, you know, jump squat on, on your spot, or maybe like going for an extra 10 minutes walk or five minutes walk uh, after your meals. Cool. What is the five minute action that gets you closer to your goal and that you can do every day, even when things get rough? Um, now the, yeah, the next thing is uh, don't start over, right? I'm just questioning. Okay. What if you continue CrossFit for like three months? Uh, and what if you knew already that you hated, uh, you would have hated uh, CrossFit for those three months, uh, but you did it anyway. And imagine if those three months did good for you and didn't make you feel uh, like you had to start from scratch when you joined the, the strength and conditioning 
facility. Now, at that point, uh, you would say, okay, I hate CrossFit for these reasons, so I'm not gonna do CrossFit anymore, but I haven't interrupted my fitness and health for six months, uh, so the transition to the strength and conditioning facilities uh, facility is uh, smooth, and it's something you look forward to, so you don't feel demotivated that you have to start from scratch. So no matter how you feel, don't start from, from scratch, just keep going. Keep going, okay? So we are addicted to, again, as we said earlier, to a new system. And for some people, like just wanting a new system, like, oh, I'm gonna cross, I'm, jo- I'm gonna join CrossFit next year. I saw my friend, he's so in shape. Awesome, do it, that's amazing. Um, just make sure that you are not focusing on the novelty of uh, CrossFit, just maybe you are really a community sharing the workout is very important for you. Cool, it's not important for me. Um, so I really don't judge and I really admire that decision. I think it's going to be tremendously helpful if you really enjoy a community. Uh, it's going to be amazing. You'll have fun, you'll make friends, you'll make progress, you'll get stronger, you perhaps compete. Uh, so it's going to be awesome. But if uh, you know, sharing a workout with other people and have like a lot of variety is not so much important for you. And perhaps you are someone who um, you know likes uh, and believes more in like discipline and... Uh, you know, keeping yourself accountable and consistent effort and like consistency, just building your confidence with uh, being consistent uh, in, uh, in, uh, in your approach and going to the gym. Awesome. Perhaps you might decide to, you know, really understand how to train and to find the training system that works for you, which uh, doesn't have to be bodybuilding. Uh, it could be, for example, also calisthenic. Uh, calisthenic is also um, a basically body weight training with like specific uh, skills to be learned, which can be done everywhere. And like it's, um, um, you know, it doesn't need require you to join any fitness uh, club or a center. So it's very cheap as well. You just have to learn the skills. So here we go. We have to learn uh, skills uh, what are the skills we are talking about how to eat, match your energy intake to your goals uh, how to practice uh, movement uh, consistently consistently and these are things uh, that doesn't seem like you can do consistency so i i'd love you to start taking a look at those uh, and then you know feel free to message me again and uh, see how is it going so i'll really like uh, and and yeah i really like to know how your, how is it, how your story continues but that's about it guys so again i'm not uh, really sharing a you know full um you know how to specific strategy i th- i hope that my perspective uh, around the topic uh, was helpful i love to know yours because uh, again i don't think like uh, this person should do any particular um, you know, training program or follow any particular approaches to lose weight, uh, they all more or less uh, will be challenging. Uh, but of course, uh, some of them will be more uh, closer and more uh, uh, aligned with uh, this person's v- sets of values and beliefs. Uh, and uh, therefore, uh, um, you know, will uh, allow him to be more or less successful because of the consistency. Some programs, uh, some approaches uh, will feel nearly effortless, uh, um, when done uh, and when tailored uh, on this person's uh, particular uh, sets of circumstances. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoyed the live too. If you did, hey, just drop a comment on YouTube and let me know. But if you joined this episode, uh, make sure that you share it with uh, a friend or a colleague that you know that is struggling always uh, to be consistent and to follow one approach. 
and uh, I really appreciate if you could leave a little review uh, from the platform that you are listening uh, from. You know, reviews are amazing because uh, they increase uh, search visibilities and uh, um, they ultimately allow us uh, to help uh, more people so that we can all uh, learn from each other and grow as a team. So I really appreciate you listening here. I'll talking next Wednesday, just uh, as a reminder, I share uh, an episode uh, uh, of this podcast. Uh, I'm a one-man one team, so it's hard work to, uh, to keep the show up. But, um, you know, I share an episode every Wednesday and I, haven't, I have been consistent, consistent with it uh, for the whole uh, year. Uh, we are nearly at uh, celebrating our uh, anniversary, our podcast-versary. Oh, that, that didn't sound nice. But yeah, I'd appreciate, uh, I appreciate your support uh, uh, in the show so far. Thank you so much. And uh, before I forget, uh, I actually wanted to share uh, um, the podcast uh, that I'm listening to. And uh, I am uh, listening to Sigma Nutrition Radio. I mean, uh, the podcast is just like amazing. Um, this is my go-to nutrition podcast uh, um, when I really want to uh, get my head around uh, a particular topic and perhaps uh, add uh, some uh, new uh, knowledges uh, to my repertoire and uh, also like to keep some knowledges uh, fresh. Uh, I really like uh, the um, you know critical uh, and uh, um, yeah the critical thinking of uh, uh, Danny Lennon, uh, the host. Um, and I mean, they have been crazy consistent with, uh, consistent with over 400 episodes. So I really appreciate uh, the podcast, really clear. And there is uh, the episode 400 where uh, there is a quack uh, asylum. So they take, uh, 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 yeah, they take in consideration like people who uh, talk a lot of BS uh, in the industry um, and in particular in the nutrition uh, industry. So if you enjoyed uh, this uh, uh, show, just uh, let me know and uh, feel free to check uh, the show notes uh, for all the additional resources from Coach Francesco is everything. Ciao, ciao.